0: Today, I want you to meet Daria Haitoglu. She is a psychologist and relationship coach. With more than 10 years of coaching and talent management, Daria has a passion to help people fulfill their potential and be the best they can. She is a certified trainer in NLP coaching and strategic interventions for both personal and business growth. But I will let her tell you more about herself. Daria?
1: Hello, Georgian. Thank you very much. Such a nice introduction. And actually, that's exactly what I wanted to say. So you just shared, um, you know, I come from Russia, from Siberia. I spend most of my life uh, traveling the world and live in different places. Uh, Currently, I'm based in the UK. That's where I have my practice. And before that, I lived in Switzerland, in Geneva. And before that, I lived in London, and before that, I lived in St. Petersburg. So, quite a lot of places, a multinational family. My husband is Greek, children were born in Switzerland, and we speak different languages. It's quite a lot of things going on in our family. You know, the family spread across the, the globe. So, very excited to speak to you and to the larger audience about this very important topic yeah so that's, that's exactly what I do I'm a psychologist and a relationship coach and I apply systemic relationship coaching going deep you know, rather than breath.
0: Yeah, wonderful and I'm sure you have your, your own experience with uh, mixed uh, with this mixed family with uh, I'm sure that it's not really easy to uh, to manage all the different uh, views on the world and the different uh, Religious beliefs that, that uh, we are grown with, we grow with. Um, how, how do you do it in, in, your, uh, in your
1: relationship? Yeah, it's a good question. So uh, there's a lot of application. What I do professionally, also uh, personally, and uh, it's not uh, always easy. So it, is, uh, it takes practice to make it perfect. And we are always developing ourselves and having uh, relationship challenges and, and overcoming those. So it's wonderful to talk about them because I know them personally. It's not yeah, something that good. I've learned. I've gone through them. And I had two marriages and I had lots of different relationships, ups and downs, uh, failures and successes. Some of them were happy, some were not. And, um this is something that i'm very passionate about at the moment i've written a book called enrich your relationships that talks about uh, different secrets they call them strategies on how to uh, really enrich relationships and uh, gratitude is part of it actually it's part of um, a topic called nourishment nourishment uh, which is a second uh, letter in the word enrich n for nourishment versus depletion so gratitude Mm -hmm. is Big part of what I teach, what I train, and uh, the coaching that's um, based on systemic Virginia Satir approach, who is the mother of family therapy. It's a combination of therapy and uh, coaching together uh, to help people go through personal and professional challenges. But yes, I do uh, apply this a lot in relationship with my children my partner with my parents who are very far and they're coming from a different uh, culture uh, and they're different personality wise so we always have these challenges and how do we how do we operate in a world where people are not like us some of them are like us but most of people are not like us and how do we make these relationships work this is a a cornerstone this is something that I'm very interested about and I've done a lot of research I've got quite a few degrees but uh, I love researching people and how they relate and how they make the social connections effective or they're not making them you know functional versus dysfunctional so there's a, you know a lot of a lot of depth in this topic and I feel and also not just me I mean my feeling is uh, is very important of course but there's a, a lot of research saying that happiness and uh, success depend on the quality of our relationships.
0: Sure, yeah.
1: There's a Grand Harvard study that's been done for 75 years. They researched what makes people happy, and the answer is enriched relationships. So Definitely. I find it very important as a, as a topic to, to help people with.
2: Yeah,
0: that's wonderful. And I, I was thinking about the fact that I myself and I, I know other people that have, Um, relationship um, challenges and I was thinking about okay we are um, usually from the same background we have the same beliefs the same um, traditions and we still have challenges I was thinking about your situation it it can be so so much complicated and uh, getting to manage that I think gets you a lot of experience to help others also
1: yeah, uh, as they say, it's 10,000 hours to make uh, one a master. So it's only through practicing, through learning, through growing, challenging yourself and failing as well as great experience to fail and to have some uh, conflicts and problems, as we call them, that are our best teachers, to be honest. If everything was very simple and people would never argue, would never uh, experience tension they would not grow, they would not go through a process of change and change yeah, is is important for us uh, I, I believe partly we are in this life in on this planet to change and to learn, to grow, to become more flexible and sort out our... Yeah. sorry, my French
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, relationships really, really help us do that and they put us in, su- in situations when where we, we actually need to grow. There, there's no other way. We, we can't run away uh, from some relationships. And they uh, by doing this, they they help us grow even more.
1: Absolutely. We attract what we have inside us. So we naturally bring more of uh, our challenges that we have inside us. And uh, there's a law of attraction that works. I'm sure people know about it. And uh, we cannot not communicate. So what we have inside us will always communicate with the external world, attracting, based on quantum physics, similar energy. So that's great. We live um, in the best situation, in the best environment that's uh, beneficial for us.
0: Exactly, exactly. So um, getting back to, um, to gratitude, do you have some words of wisdom that you like, some, uh, some quote that you like on gratitude?
1: Um, the quote that I like on, on gratitude. Well, my favorite quote is a moment of gratitude makes a difference in your attitude. <laughs> I just, oh, I don't know who, who said that, but, um, You know, we talk a lot about attitude, especially in business. Uh, When people, you know, I used to hire people I I was responsible for hiring in big multinational organization. And um, the most important thing was attitude, not the skill set, not the um, uh, sort of uh, talent, as we call them, right? But it's the attitude of that person. And what makes a good attitude is the, the feeling of positive energy. Because gratitude for me is um, is a feeling of joy. It's like a, that positive quality of energy. And we know, you know, the atom consists of uh, electron and proton. Proton is plus, electron is minus. So it's a plus or minus type of energy. We either grow or we Deflect and we kind of diminish. So it's either one direction or the other. The energy works that way. It either expands or contracts. So gratitude is part of that triggering system to expand. Because when we feel grateful, uh, we feel first great, full of great, yeah, grateful.
0: Wow,
2: yeah.
1: We feel great because positive energy like joy. And um, uh, gratitude, they makes they make us feel great because of uh, serotonin, because of oxytocin, because of dopamine, these three hormones that help us um, feel amazing um, amazing inside. These are like cocktail hormones, but of course, they're also endorphins. So gratitude is a first little step towards unlocking that potential of going upward spiral, and the psychology of um, positive psychology and what i uh, teach the psychology of human enrichment is based on this principle the gratitude is a cornerstone for uh, for growing and expanding so we feel better
2: yeah, exactly. and we have
1: our amazing attitude afterwards
2: spend more time outside with
0: fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal Yeah, yeah, and that, that, like you said, even in the, in the workplace when you want to get hired, even um, people relate to you in a different way when you are grateful and when you, are, uh, you have this attitude. Mm.
1: People feel it. I mean, we have mirror neurons that's already proven. So people feel, they have gut feeling, they have intuition. And um, we have whatever we have inside, we cannot hide. Even if we choose different words, we may consciously try to protect our inner world, but we all feel each other unconsciously. So it's impossible not to communicate. Gratitude helps us uh, become more open and joyful so people get more attracted, people generally more open. People who are more joyful and grat- uh, grateful, they will be attracted. And that will expand the um, energy even more, the positive energy. That m- The stronger the energy, the source of energy, the more reflection, the more the ripple effect is on other people. So actually by doing that, and what you're doing is fantastic because you're connecting and expanding that a gratitude container, that bucket of gratitude, to make it into like gratitude of sea of ocean, so more people get affected and that hundred thousand maybe will be one million you know one be one I billion I sure hope
0: so yeah
1: <laughs> by, by connecting the positive to positive, we grow in our energy and expand in our better attitude, which brings more positive results to the world.
0: Beautifully said. Beautifully said, and I love the the way you 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 combine uh, psychology, uh, science, and uh, spirituality. It's wonderful. I really didn't see this perspective uh, before, and I I think it's very beautifully said.
1: Oh wonderful that's a compliment to me because I'm sure you've researched a lot on this topic and had yeah. a lot of podcasts before
0: Yeah exactly it's, it's really unique and uh, the combination is is wonderful Thank um, you and I appreciate you for that for uh, what you bring for the uniqueness that you bring with your your
1: experience yeah i believe uh, as we have 7 billion people everyone has a unique uh, footprint you know the blueprint the way we think because of the uh, complicated um, background uh, that we all bring with each of us so that that's the unique part but we're also all connected we have similar patterns similar hormones similar uh, reactions so it's great that we are connecting on the level of similarities and we're growing on the level of differences and that's how we make a difference in the world
0: <laughs> wonderful wonderful I, I love how how you see things but um w- what i'm really curious about i know that you're a, you're a grateful person i've been following you uh, for a while and um, I love what you, what you write, um, what you share. And um, I know that you're a grateful person, but what do you do when it's hard to be grateful?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so when we get caught in a negative spiral, yeah, we, uh, that has some consequences. Uh, it's very hard to break the pattern and move straight away into the positive energy. It's like saying, you know, when you're sad, be joyful. So how do you do that, right? And how do you become more grateful when it's hard, when, you know, a person might feel stuck or annoyed or uh, not in their best element, they say. So the the best thing is to uh, change the pattern by changing physiology. Physiology changes neurology, yeah? To make uh, the neurology, the, the hormonal and... Um, Uh, neural connections change we need to change the way we are physically okay so negative um, uh, stances I call them in systemic approach we call about we call them stances they are normally blaming yeah they are uh, blaming. this very very strong energy generally led by testosterone can be also dopamine but uh, sometimes with adrenaline and it may have even uh, noradrenaline so it's it's a very interesting stance uh we have also placating you know uh, oh i'm a uh, victim please forgive me it's not my fault it could be um, withdrawing i'm not talking to you you know this is not uh uh, to talk about very important topic i'm hiding my emotions and then from these type of stances, and there's another one that's called distractive. like, oh, I'm not going to engage with that. I'm, I'm avoiding the difficult bit. These are the stances that we need to dance into congruent stances. Congruent stance is always centered when we face reality, and that's the stance where it opens up to gratitude. So the $1 million question is how do we do this transition? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I teach during the stance dance and the uh, interventions that we call them the systemic relationship interventions for people. But just something that everyone can apply in their life and uh, something that, you know, you don't need to go uh, on a retreat or a workshop. But a little thing, little but mighty thing that you can uh, make a difference with, which I'm happy to share with you. It's one of the most effective ways to change your physiology. Uh, so, for example, when a person is in a blaming mood and they are blaming the situation or another person normally for how they feel, they do not own, they do not res- take responsibility for their feelings. And um, they're kind of leaning forward. So the, the natural thing that that person can do is relax, put the shoulders back, open the neck look up and when they're looking up with their head they smile and they open their their arms You cannot see it but they open their arms and they stretch and they start changing physiology just by doing that the person cannot be sad physically because we are wired with a certain physiology to feel certain feelings Wow Okay, so when we do that little thing, we can change in milliseconds. And that's because wonderful. We, we get stuck a lot of the time in the same physiology, and we replay and replay the same story. And we've, we've been reliving that story. We know it very well. Some people, it's a story of blaming. To Some people, it's a story of um Uh, story of withdrawals so they 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 go away and they stop talking which is you know closing up and they become sick physically sick ill they make themselves ill when they close up because they cannot um just hold all that negative energy and then they go into the blame or the placating so these are the stances that we need to dance through to more congruent stances that's what Uh, the beauty of that approach is that uh, the systemic relationship approach, but this little nugget I wanted to share so everyone can apply it in their life. And if they want to know more, I can always share more. So happy to happy to be that um, provider of knowledge, knowledge and experience because it's not just knowledge and information. We may know things, but if we don't apply them, gratitude does not flow. Mm -hmm. So we need to experience that physically. That's why I'm talking about the embodied uh, experience.
0: Yeah, that's that's really interesting, and um, the fact that we we have the power to to change this. It's not um, usually when we blame people or uh, uh, we do things like this. We we think that the other peop- the other person needs to do something in order for us to to feel better. And that's why sometimes we, we feel like, okay, how can I be grateful? He did this to me or things like that.
1: Yeah. That's and a we, yeah. That's an illusion. Yeah. We, uh, that's the exactly part of the reason why we feel resentful and not grateful. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because it's
0: hard see. to be resentful and grateful at the same time. <laughs> oh,
1: it's not possible. Yeah. We cannot do both because... Um, we choose, it's like a pathway. Uh, or neurologically, we either choose the negative energy or we choose the positive energy. Together, they neutralize. It's not possible to have.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why, uh, for instance, when, when I started out, I was thinking about, okay, I should uh, find a, a problem in this world that I want to um, find a solution to and give it to the world and serve it um but focusing for instance i don't know on depression or on something like that makes you focus on the fact that people are depressed or things like that but when you uh, talk about gratitude even though you don't talk directly about the problem you get people to focus on gratitude and on the fact that there are reasons to be grateful even if the situations they they are in might make them feel depressed or angry or something like this spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping cooking and cleaning up after each meal stress-free eating is just one click away this spring factors delicious meals range from calorie smart keto protein plus to vegan and veggie and they're ready in just two minutes
2: Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
1: Mm, where the focus goes energy flows. And yeah. so what we focus on expands. And most people uh, focus on the negatives. It's our primary survival technique. It's called the Zegarnik effect. It's uh, an effect that is uh, we're seven times more prone to, to think and elicit, to pick up negative uh, facts around us to, in order to survive. When we were in, um, in the forest line away from, from a lion, Running away from some dangers, we were thinking, what if this could happen? What if that could happen? So that allowed us uh, to survive. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. That is not useful. So, but we still uh, we still repeat that uh, pattern of negative predisposition. So, in order for us to change into the positive, it's much harder. And that's why majority, the majority of population, think negatively.
0: Yeah and yeah they they shouldn't feel uh, ashamed of doing this because it's it's natural somehow and i and i feel it from my own experience uh in the relationship i sometimes choose to feel to to remain angry um because i feel protected if i know that if i feel uh, i i think on some level if i feel angry and i uh, keep the other person uh, um further away, that's somehow, somehow uh, protecting me. And well,
1: that's what uh, the ego um, says, actually. Yeah. Uh, if you think about the, the left and the right hemisphere of the brain, so the left part would always minimize result, uh, expenditure. So it tries to minimize the efforts. And by blaming someone, it's much easier because we don't need to change. Change is much more difficult. And sometimes people are preferred to die rather than to change. So by blaming someone we are eliminating that uh, root of change we kind of say well, it's not my fault you know it's someone else's fault and by taking responsibility and saying yes it's actually me who's hurting who's suffering it's me who's in pain i need to help myself first i need to change you're triggering something inside me that's so hurting and by healing that part i can be a better person i can be more grateful and more uh, there for you and that is uh, one of the key to one of the keys to unlock a greater relationship.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, like we said uh, before, if we, if we focus on uh, the things that make us feel like angry and resentful, it's so hard to see the positive things. The the, the things that we actually appreciate at the other person, and this actually ruins the the relationship in time. Yeah. yeah. So
1: that's absolutely true.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, what I wanted to ask you also is, um, if you have um, a meaningful experience that made you into a more grateful person, do you um, were you always grateful, or did something happen and uh, you you got to choose to be to be more grateful more often?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> lots of interesting experiences, and I don't remember the first one. Maybe it's also something I've learned from my family. My dad is very grateful, and um, that's how I grew up. But what helps me be grateful these days is to get back to reality, like travel to the places where uh, it's it's absolutely different uh, system of coordinates. So recently, for example, I went to Nepal for three weeks, and I uh, went to Tibet, and I saw how people live there just to feel grateful for who I am, for what I have, for what education i 've had, just to compare just to get you know to the ground to the to the real life, because sometimes we live in and been very fortunate to live in circumstances and we, we have won the genetic lottery, as I call it, being born in a place we're born in Europe or in a developed country, but the majority of population on this planet they live below the the poverty level and they have very little to survive on. They actually don't have much at all to, and they're still happy in a way. But um, of course I I don't encourage people to go backwards in in their development, but it just uh, helps me check in with myself and think that there's nothing else to be worrying about. Just be and the gratefulness, is a wonderful way to to make a next step towards the fear, fearful parts, And what helps me is really traveling and seeing the world in different places.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. I think um, that contrast uh, helps a lot. Like we feel most grateful after we're, we're sick, for instance. When we, we're sick, it's like, oh my God, I can't do this, I can't do that. And after that, we're so grateful, oh, I'm healthy. Okay, it doesn't last for much, <laughs> usually, but we, we still are uh, in those moments. Or when we see um, like uh, really poor people, we feel blessed that you know, we have the abundance that we have in our lives. And um, this is a really powerful thing uh, to to see the contrast and to to feel the gratefulness of about the, the things that you already have and you already enjoy, and you might take for, for granted, actually.
1: Mm, yeah, that's so true.
0: And th- this is also interesting for me. Uh, a friend of mine uh, went to India, and uh, even though Romania isn't seen as the, the, the most rich country, um, at least... It's not really that that uh poor, but uh, it's not also the the richest place um but uh when he came back from from uh India, he was like so grateful for for the level at which we are even if it's not the the highest one, he was like oh my god we we are so lucky
1: it's all yeah. relative, everything is relative,
0: yeah, yeah, so
1: changing the system of coordinates in our head the mindset. Helps us recalibrate who we are.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And these these contrasting experiences that we have um, helps us see the the things that we we can already be be grateful about. And uh, this this is I this I think is a, a really powerful tool that we can use. Yeah. Like helping people that are uh, that are sick, for instance can make us more grateful about the fact that we are healthy and yes yeah like this yeah absolutely so um getting back to our um track um do you have some uh, kind of uh, i don't know words that you would say to your younger self about gratitude uh if you if you could go back in time like What would you say to Daria that was, um, I don't know, 20 years old or even younger?
1: Mm. Well, I would say, imagine if that was the most important thing in your life, that your life would depend on and make it the priority.
0: Wonderful. (laughs) Straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. that's great that's great i i was thinking when, when i when i thought about this question i was thinking about uh myself also um if i knew how to be grateful earlier on i think i would have enjoyed life even more because uh i don't know how it was for other people but for me it was like always having another goal that i wanted to reach oh. always thinking okay I, I want to be uh, to get to high school and do this and that I want to get to college and do this and then and it was always something that's in in the future and another mm-hmm. another level that I need to reach in order to to be happy or to to be good enough somehow and yeah, um, yeah gratitude has helped me see that I have so many things that I can already be happy with and That I'm already good enough with all the things that I have and I did, and yeah.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's okay to be ambitious. Sometimes it's okay to achieve, uh, reach out for something out there. But it's all about balance. I find it's uh, uh, a very delicate act of balancing. And um, when you know people always feel grateful and always feel positive, that's fantastic. Maybe there's sometimes it's okay to feel annoyed or feel uh, ambitious because that pushes us outside of our comfort zone. And then once we reach that point, it's okay to celebrate. It's okay to be happy with what we've done. And then again, go in and working on on the next thing, because if only we were grateful and that was the only um, status quo, again, that would be at some point um, saturated so much as a feeling and, we would be not grateful about being grateful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So uh, it's
1: all with the, with the moderation. Spend
0: more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factors delicious meals range from calorie smart, keto protein plus to vegan and veggie
2: Head to factormeals.com slash gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active.
0: Yeah, and actually I, I don't think it's possible to be grateful for grateful all the time we are human beings we have ups and downs highs and lows it's not every day that we we can feel great about everything in our life it's some people seem to be able to do that and that's really great for them (laughs) but uh, in my experience with all the people that I've talked also on this podcast um, we have challenges we have Uh, times when we are uh, not feeling that that great about ourselves about life and uh, it's about having um, habits that help us get through through those moments
1: yes yes i always call call it a five to one ratio habit so it's important to keep a balance but the balance needs to be on uh, scale should be the balance on the positive side because Uh, our um, kind of emotional bank account if it's neutral then it's very hard to go into the withdrawals to the negative part so we need to always give uh and nourish ourselves so we feel positive and that's why uh i call the five to one so five positive interactions or thoughts to every negative thought otherwise we we tend to go into that zygarnia effect and think negatively
0: Yeah, and it's like this in a relationship also, isn't it? Um, Five positive interactions uh, for every one negative one, right?
1: Absolutely, that saves relationships, that bring them from ashes. This is a wonderful and very hard to follow, actually.
0: (laughs) I was thinking about that, yeah.
1: (laughs) (gasps) Those who manage to do that, they... um, Piece together their relationships.
0: I totally agree because um, appreciating the other person is. I think I don't know. Maybe you have some uh, some more scientific uh, uh, more scientific view on this. But I think that um, one of the the most uh, the deepest yearnings that we have is to be appreciated.
1: Yes, to be seen, to be heard, to be touched, to be. Uh, accepted, to belong, to be loved, to be cared for. These are, yes, a- appreciated and um, respected, loved. Yes, these are the deepest uh, yearnings that we have. And if we don't satisfy them, then we go into the uh, hiding mode of the behavior uh, escapism. So we, then we hide behind those masks uh, where we use uh, those under stress. To protect ourselves, protect our delicate soul. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and um, what I was also wanted to to ask you about is: um, Do you have some kind of a, a habit, some practice that you do consistently to to help you be more grateful?
1: Yeah, five to one. <laughs> That's All number right. one. Yeah. The open up exercise. In the morning and then I have also the gratitude journal and the three um, things that I feel grateful in the morning about the previous day that's how I start the day
0: oh that's wonderful that's wonderful and uh, I am doing this also and um, I feel it's really useful when you have lots of things going on Um, if you you feel so tired at the end of the day you sometimes Forget you forget that you know, the, all the beautiful things that actually happened that day. It's like, and you feel so much better, and the, the sleep is much better when you when you think about these things. I also do this before, and that, that's why why I'm saying. Uh, yeah. And it has been my experience that I the sleep is much better when instead of counting ships, <laughs> I, <laughs> I count my blessings. Yes, yes, that's wonderful. Yeah, and it it puts you in another state and then that's really beautiful and Mm -hmm. yeah even at that point it's i don't know if you if you know something scientifically about this um the the state you are in before sleeping i know that in relationship this is also uh important to not to go to bed um uh, being uh, mad on the other person
1: Mm. well we we bring a state we um the last uh, few minutes of our conscious state into the unconscious realm when we fall asleep. So that's why preparation for the sleep uh, affects the quality of sleep and it affects the quality of rejuvenation, um, all the processes of elimination of toxins, how we feel afterwards the following morning, of course. And there's a rule that we should never keep our negative stuff overnight because it is kind of like putting you know, toxins on additional layer of toxins and our unconscious to process it. So rather we can do it consciously to resolve things before going to bed and prepare ourselves for a better state, always, especially with children. Children are particularly, especially when they feel scared or they feel, unloved, unseen, uncared for, and un, un, not understood. They will have nightmares and they will have uh, trouble fall asleep or waking up at night. And parents sometimes they wonder, oh, you know, it's, it must be food or it must be like um, the routine. But it may be as simple as that during the evening routine when they, when they are about to go to sleep, the parents uh, choose the stories that they tell them and not giving them scary books or this crazy um, some, something yeah very active violent that we see these days especially for boys I mean I'm a mother of two boys so I know a lot about superheroes and, and ninjagos and a lot of uh, things that I didn't even know when I was growing up but uh, it's important to dose. it's important to protect this time and we're not um, allowing any active, overactive games, for example, because that also stimulates too much the brain, especially the young active brain. So calming down and preparing ourselves for for this welcoming experience of unconscious realm is an important piece. You know, some people pray, some people meditate. We meditate with kids. We sing very subtle songs. We I tell them stories. I show them sometimes very, very um, uh, how do say, calm theater with puppets to tell them a story that it's a, an induction into the into the sleep. For example, if they're scared of the dark uh, room or if uh, something troubled them during the day, I make it into the fairy, fairy tale therapy type of uh, story. To help them prepare, and that's what adults can do. Uh, adults can also prepare themselves, and and preparation part is very is crucial also for the following day.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I think that uh, somehow on some level we are we are also uh, like uh, like children, and we need this also, even though we we grew up and we still have an inner child that needs this. Um, positive reinforcement even though we we, we're not at that age anymore yeah so um do you want to Mm -hmm. mention a few people in your life that you're grateful to
1: oh i grateful to so many people and uh i wrote many letters to people who influenced my life when i was growing uh, my teachers my sports uh, my athlete teachers coaches um, and these days I feel grateful to every person I meet and that's my mantra because I believe they're all teachers that come to my life, especially, um, people with challenges and, and something that triggers me that those people are the, the best people, the, the most grateful I feel for them. And, um, just course the family. Yeah. These are the, the toughest cookies.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure, and it's great that you can feel grateful for uh, even for for these uh, experiences, and yeah, that that takes a, a, a bit of toughness <laughs> to be able to to do this. Um, I was wondering, do you have a book recommendation for us and for for the audience?
1: Um, actually, today. I did a blog on my top ten books to read. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know, I know.
1: <laughs> so one that always brings back the that system of coordinate is um, actually I wonder if it, oh yes, it's called the Mindfulness Survival Kit by Chick Nhat Hanh. Uh, I don't know whether you, you know this is a great um, little and mighty book, and the guy is a Buddhist monk. He's a Vietnamese, but he was. Um, a laureate of the Nobel Prize uh, wow. yeah and he still is practicing actually in France and uh, they ha- he has a monastery there But he, ha- I have a lot of his books actually by chance I have them all here just because I was writing this blog I have his anger book and um, uh, the art of communicating uh, fear social wisdom for getting through the storm so I have quite a few yeah the more We focus on this area, how to be grateful, mindful and joyful, the the better we will feel.
0: Yeah, wonderful. And what about your book? You want to say a few words? My book? Oh,
1: yes. (laughs) Uh, My book is called Enrich Your Relationship. It's on Amazon in the UK and the US. Um, It's, uh, yeah, it's a wonderful also reminder of how to enrich relationships and be grateful.
0: Yeah so Yeah I think that's that's really great that um you you wrote something on relationships because I I truly believe that relationships are are our most challenging part uh, of our lives but also the part that um, makes us happiest and uh, brings us the most gratitude actually
1: and yeah, wonderful. Well, the relationships, especially when we have kids, uh, as as I wrote, and actually it was Daniel um, Gilbert, um, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yes, uh, stumbling upon happiness in the book. He wrote. Um, he researched why why people call children the the joy of their life, and this is exactly. Um, the part which makes their relationship miserable in many cases. So it is the most grateful we feel for when we have kids and when we um, find our soulmate, But this is the toughest and the most difficult relationship to be grateful for.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really good that you, you touched upon this because um, people sometimes think that uh, if they find the right person, or if they have a child, they they are going to be happy all the time, and that's going to be bring happiness forever. Yeah, it's not exactly that way. <laughs> and uh, while you 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 still have so many reasons to feel grateful about that, you also need to um, to work on the things that keep you from being grateful and happy in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, where can people find you, Daria? Where can people see your work?
1: Well, I have an active uh, group on Facebook called Psychology of Human Enrichment. So if you just search for the Psychology of Human Enrichment and uh, join the group and join the discussion, also have a, a newsletter blog that I send on Tuesdays, and that can be signed up for on um, DariaHaitoglo.com. I don't know whether you can write that because a lot of people will be saying like, how do you spell that name? <laughs>
2: it's going to be
0: on the website written also. So it's going to be all right. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So here we go. So if people want to connect with me, through the websites or Facebook or Instagram. It's a lot of social media that are out there that, um, yeah, we can connect with.
0: All right. Perfect. So um, be sure to, to visit uh, Daria on her website. Um I'm also following her and uh, she she teaches some very interesting things about relationships and um, yeah, totally go for it. And uh, thank you very much for uh, for your time, for being here and sharing these amazing tips with us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for organizing and giving me the chance. It's fantastic.
0: Sure, well sure. Thank you.
1: Take care. Thanks. Have an
0: amazing evening.
1: You too. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast. By the way,
1: what are you grateful for right now?